Psychic Dolphin Garage. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode from the Psychic Dolphin Garage. I'm Kelton. He, him. I'm Zach. He, they. Oh, do I? No, no, no. Please, oh. please go <laughs> ahead. We, was... we purposefully like to just throw a guest in, make the awkward pause exist for a millisecond, and then I just speak right over them. It's part of the tradition <laughs> of all of it. Yeah, that's, that's podcasting. That's exactly how it works. Uh, I'm Jake Flores, uh, pronouncer he, him, or whatever you want, really. I don't care. <laughs> cool. That, that's probably the best way to also survive online at, at that point, because you never want to be the guy that's like saying my pronouns are he, him over and over and over again, and introducing that. It, it makes it very hard at work functions, I think. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think that's that's why we normally put me up front so that you know you get the nice soft cushion of landing on on a, on some they them pronouns. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's how we add some diversity into it right before then we just do a hard tangent into a podcast that sounds like any other podcast. That it's taking up. <laughs> yeah, three three guys going he him at each other. You listen to it. You're like, <laughs> he, he probably could like, have yeehaw yeehaw indeed. Yes. Ooh, uh, <laughs> nice okay. segue. Nice segue. Professional broadcasting there. Um, yeah, I, I'm very excited because this week we're uh, going to actually be talking about an article coming from the Texas Monthly. Uh, it's uh, talking about minority rule, how 3% of Texans call the shots for the rest of us. Uh, as you all know, we have uh, Jake on from Poddam America, so wildly overqualified to talk about all of this. Uh, Jake, to give our listeners just a little bit of background on yourself, uh, you're Texan, but you live in New York, so you're just familiar with one party control of everything yeah basically um and i am an idiot i'm not overqualified for anything uh i'm <laughs> happy to be here and we'll probably learn something from the experience <laughs> i'm so sorry that, that's never good anything you knew <laughs> you learned about texas no one ever walks away from being like i have more hope and optimism in this world it's yeah you also learn something new probably from doing your yearly uh training you know where you do the practice doing the the rescue breathing and, and <laughs> Oh, yeah. and restarting <laughs> someone's heart you're like yeah well that's cool that's great they're like yeah you have like you have like 30 seconds to save one's like that's not what i wanted to learn instead of it's not what i want to take away from this it's lone star certified that's that's what we call it <laughs> Uh, we, we keep asking questions about, you know, like, what's your opinion on Oklahoma? It's like, yeah, fuck those guys. Okay, correct. Good, good. Still good <laughs> vibes to, to be going through. Um, the, what I wanted us to talk about today, though, is a, a, probably a little late on the draw, uh, but it's something I wanted to mention uh, since the election season is coming up in Texas. Big news is happening on November 8th. We have uh, our boy Beto. Uh, running it once once again for uh, against Greg Abbott, he's like the Buffalo Bills from the '90s, of where like he's getting it uh, right into the championship game and then just losing three straight in a row. You love to see it, um, but it, it's a it's a very interesting vibe to be seeing uh, what what's happening with Beto. Of I guess his star has fallen considerably. I'm not sure what nationally his reputation is like now, but I mean he went from being like wow the texan kennedy to now it's like oh yeah he he's available too he's like the default <laughs> democratic candidate they're not trying very hard with beto like he 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 gets slotted in because he's the only one that's that's willing to take the abuse i guess 
<laughs> someone's uh, got to run. Someone's someone's <laughs> got to run. And it, it'll be me tearing his shirt <laughs> off, like a, whipping like himself a- as he runs down as he runs down the line of of tables in the restaurants. <laughs> he's got a weird like Griff going where he's like a fall guy or something. Where he's like, I'll lose this race. You know, that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> like how gangs have a guy that goes to prison for people. You know? <laughs> he, yeah, he I, just likes it. He, I mean, it, once you're once you're like in politics and you know the people i guess there's an amount of like oh this is my group and this is all that i know because he, i was a weirdo was a my whole US life rep in el paso like he already had like the federal connections and then he's like you know what i can do i can beat ted cruz then he's like you know what i couldn't beat ted cruz you know what i can do run for president <laughs> ah shit Fuck. Uh, <laughs> he thought that, that it was he thought it was a marathon and he would be running. He's like, Yeah, I can outrun Greg Abbott. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way. And then he failed against John Cornyn. And then he's like, Okay, all right, not gonna focus nationally. Instead, I'm gonna focus on Greg Abbott, the man with the largest war chest of any seated governor at the moment. This this will be the person that I try and take on. And uh, yeah, lots of optimism across the board. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's it's an amazing feeling. Um, optimistic that he's gonna land within ten points of Greg Abbott. Yes, that that honestly is how bad it is. I think if we're like, if he can lose <laughs> only playing, by five, we're playing a spread <laughs> for the fucking governor race. It's the worst. Uh, we live in a good state. Politics are very real. Ah uh, man, Beto's racking racking up all this garbage time votes. That happening at the end. <laughs> <laughs> this is ridiculous uh he blew it blew it i had the 6.5 and he made it six fucking point shaver um yeah, my wife is gonna kill me <laughs> <laughs> a lot of money running on this guy <laughs> can't go home not not for another three <laughs> to four days uh, on long leave uh, i'm just gonna j- say i'm working in an oil field now be gone for three <laughs> weeks no one's gonna ask any questions um now, uh, the, while the general election is just around the corner, I kind of wanted to rewind the clock a little bit to the the primaries that took place in Texas, because although Texas has a, a population of uh, about 30 million people, only uh, I want to say in between anywhere between like three to seven million people actually vote in the primary side on the Republican side, it's uh, probably about three million people or so and so it's very weird to see just how kind of the numbers all boil down so it's 30 million texans 22 million are eligible to vote 17 million are actually registered to vote and then you know uh, the 2 million that uh, will for sure turn out for the primary all you have to do is get like 1 million plus one and then you control the whole republican uh party of texas and everything else so um uh, th- uh that's that, how the that's how tea party like launched that one year and then sputtered out after that yeah they definitely sputtered out they didn't just get absorbed into the texas republican party and push them right the entire time like we grew <laughs> up in texas we we know what happened there we were boots on the ground like at the the i don't know 
garden park concerts and things where they're like, we're not going to take it. And now here's Mattress Mac telling you <laughs> about why capitalism is so great. Um, it was a, a very dark time, I think. Um, what it, th- all of this, though, is kind of in stark contrast of what exists within Texas, because between 2010 and 2020, the population has grown, but specifically it's grown in non-white communities. And so although no Democrat has actually like won the state since 1994, like, the you know, uh, just someone's entire lifetime, like there is a kid who got recruited to join the army and died who has never seen a, a Democrat own a statewide position in Texas. Anyway, um, it, the uh, Republican advantage went f- in 16 points in 2012 it got shaved down to less than six in 2020 and so the the demographics are of course leaning more towards blue more towards the middle at the very least but as long as this republican base in, of the primaries which is i think mostly white mostly older and just stays active as ever it's we're gonna get more of the same right-wing policies that take place like the movers and shakers are still everyone's racist uncle unfortunately yeah the white people in texas are obviously in control of everything we need to get rid of minority rule and in state minority rule. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. You know, I'm following. I'm following this. Sorry. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> I support my the the rule of the minority. That's what democracy is. Um, You're protecting uh, minority rights so hard. This one <laughs> minority against all the others. <laughs> There's probably going to be like even the even the Trump stuff that that happened. I would predict having lived here my whole life that democrats are just going to end up being like the old dudes that are like what the fuck happened to the old style cons- you know good good christian conservatives that really believed in conservatism not this weird new republican garbage because that's exactly how it works grandpa sorry that the george hw bush democrats gave way to the trump democrats yeah, in- yeah. Instead. Me, me and my grandfather green that Trump was not great and that he was running a really bad campaign, but then disagreeing on literally everything else. <laughs> but you have to still vote for him. No, the fuck I don't. It's really it's really brave of the Democrats to to really believe that like that 16 point advantage has really gone to six. Yeah, and that it's uh, a six that will become a two or something else instead of like it's a soft six because the candidate was Donald Trump and that it wasn't just, you know, less than enthused Republican voters. But that's well, and you know what what could all of these what could all of these new voters that have entered texas nearly four million of them why aren't they voting in the primaries and turning the tide oh well that's because they're all illegal zach that's oh that's, every one of them that, that's that, why we have to that's why we need border patrol that's what our lieutenant Dallas, governor's radio show has been advocating <laughs> and saying something that you could apparently just say and have no repercussions <laughs> like you go up in the polls people like that they're like he's he's speaking truth i might really not see what it. he's saying down there are you kidding me absolutely <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it so is, funny there are no masks the republicans are unmasked the worst case scenario is if greg abbott dies people who are like get fucked go die greg abbott do not understand that then that means that dan patrick takes over and dan patrick is an even dumber but even more right-wing version of greg abbott and so all that's going to happen is the situation situation gets remarkably worse like there were people 
campaigning and primarying Abbott from the right. And so he was having to spend campaign funds in a primary where he was trying to be like, no, 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 I promise I'm just as Republican as anyone else. Please don't dethrone me for whatever reason. It's wild what's happening in Texas. The uh, main legislature, though, in Texas uh, in, in 2021, uh, I mean, Texas wasn't the only one, but I'm going to say that we were on the cutting edge of this, where uh, we basically abor- uh, banned abortion before it was cool. You know, like we were like, hey, yep. we want to take away all the rights of women, even if uh, Roe v. Wade says that we can't. And then Roe v. Wade went away and they're like, ha guess what? We have trigger laws, which in Texas, of course, when you're going to talk about, you know, anything and try and make it into a gun analogy, you're going to go for it. Like the stereotypes, I think, exist for a reason here. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we also said that uh, if you're over the age of 21, you don't need a license for a handgun. Um, it, I, out of curiosity, Jake, did the Texas uh, Republican Party platform make any waves in New York? Yeah, I think it was nationwide news when that crazy bounty law where you can arrest someone else for having an abortion they, I think the number of like amendments or, or laws or whatever that went into effect in that one bill was 666. Hell specifically. yes. I remember that and thinking like, did they do that on purpose just to put like some <laughs> panache on this? It's uh, a happy coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I probably felt it a little bit more because I pay attention to that sort of thing. I just feel like that took so much of the anger and fervor, obviously, like it rightfully should. But then the other things that happened, like where Texas is saying that they want to uh, take away the Equal Rights Amendment, that the EPA, TSA, <laughs> FDA, CDC, and OSHA all need to get dissolved. Uh, that there should be no federal minimum wage and that there should be no mandatory sick leave like all of like the evil shit like that's not so personal but more just systemically evil like that's also what they're pushing for and they're just doing this overload approach of where you can only be so mad for so long at so many things and they're like well again we're gonna push through like 600 ideas let's see which ones people get mad at like they can't stop all of them exactly um it's a very i think uh, difficult for people who are outside of Texas to understand that this is not even the beginning of it. Like this is the the tip of the spear for what this uh, Christ uh, observing fascist party really uh, seems to love so much because uh, there are true believers here. Like it's not like uh, oh they're just doing this for the money. Like they're in the pocket of big oil. It's like no, there is a death cult that is in charge of this state, and they're like no. In order for me to go to heaven, I have to make sure that women are property, and like it's the only way. There's no other way around it. Oh, then they get to talk about it on their TV shows. Uh, sorry, radio shows. Uh, no, uh, they're called servants, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> that are also TV shows. Yeah, thank you, Joel Osteen, and everything else. Thank you, uh, thank you, Joel Osteen, for contributing. But uh, you know. To our campaign that is <laughs> <laughs> now um i also all the big th- cities all the big cities of course have you know all the millionaire fucks that made their money off of cattle and oil and then yes. now they now they give back to not only those local elections where we get dingbats that want to replace like even it's it's down to like city council member not even city council like like local uh like county uh county representatives and stuff to where these people are are uh, what was that? What was that one? Uh, the one lady that was running that like we we 
we heard them literally like talk about how they wanted to go door to door and 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 tell these people oh, that stop Sharia law from happening. Stop, from, stop Sharia law <laughs> from from getting put in being put in place in Texas. Like yeah, like it was insane because when we were walking around the neighborhood, we're like, "There's no way like this is an issue that people care about." But dear God, was that like one of the key issues that all these suburban motherfuckers were like no it's real it's happening it's going to be oppressing us at this very day it was there's no they they clearly had just heard it on the dan patrick radio show and then we knocked (laughs) on their door and they were like oh my god you know too it's like oh wow with all the anti like abortion healthcare stuff aren't they kind of doing like a form of a sharia law shouldn't they love that (laughs) don't (laughs) listen just wait dr oz is setting the pathway i think for the muslim republican alliance (laughs) to take place that no one is gonna be ready for where like you get to have like you know woke ben shapiro talk about how like we shouldn't be so critical of other religions (laughs) (laughs) take place Um. there's there's absolutely no way that they believe that they that they like shove true believer like right wingers into the police force into border patrol and then after that into every like every possible local militia that they can come up with and then and then don't also think that they're doing that so that next time there's a January 6th kind of situation they don't have firepower on their side i mean like the, like the, that's the January point January 6th is a small take compared to what texas wants like texas literally is lobbying for secession like that's like what they that's keep been on the ballot for like 20 years they <laughs> won't shut the fuck up about that it, it's like a guy in high school that keeps lingering around is like ha we should start a band like it would be so cool if we were to start we're like yeah yeah uh sure gary maybe next time like we'll we'll jam out another time i mean why don't, you, why don't but, you just bring your instruments gary and we'll see if you can get some people to play with you okay full full staring at myself in the mirror i guess it's us talking about how we should form a podcast for like oh, a year and a half but you know ne- neither here nor there we, we don't need to uh get that self-reflective fun new york fact uh <laughs> staten island has the same thing where they tried to secede a couple times from oh, new york yeah. city and it's <laughs> it's where like all the cops live and shit here so it's it's our tech <laughs> <laughs> solidarity with the oppressed <laughs> peoples of staten island <laughs> president g please free <laughs> the queen didn't die so that we would have to remain a part of of her rejected colony okay <laughs> she died so that we could be free but <laughs> free free to make our own choices like you know wanting this government somehow it's a choice now the thing that zach you were alluding to earlier about how basically the right-wing ideology so just steeped in texas that it's at pretty much every level it makes it very funny that the democratic party's plan in texas at least is we just need to register more voters like we're not a red state we're a non-voting state like that Mm -hmm. that's been the mantra right well in 2020 actually election records have been set off like more than 11 million texans voted it was the highest raw total ever 67 percent voter turnout was the highest since 1992 uh and everyone knows beto definitely won in 2020 that's why he's our senator now that's why everything's working out just fine actually no no it it didn't work out it it all kind of definitely yeah all that's definitely a problem for republicans and they should be scared (laughs) not to not i gotta derail you real fast Uh, staten island 
it's 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 ironic that Staten Island, Texas, both want to secede because they both look like fucking suburb hell. Yeah, <laughs> Staten Island is looks like flat, single story, single family housing on the whole fucking thing. Ah, uh, they just like me for real. Uh. <laughs> Not so different, you and I. Yeah, I, yeah. So did, vote, did voting numbers go up on Staten Island, <laughs> just like they did in Texas? I'm picturing you know, the the uh, the image of that like Confederate flag construction worker and then like the rasta guy that are fist bumping that's like one racist <laughs> suburban dad fist bumping another racist suburban dad it's like the only thing the establishment fears <laughs> Look, i got your no back way. i got no your back <laughs> there's no way that there are not more voting uh locations on staten island than there are in the entire city of houston <laughs> oh probably i why do you have to speak these things <laughs> into existence well th- but that actually kind of ties in a little bit though um because uh, texas has had like a, a huge issue with uh actual like voter suppression that's been taking place because it's not just the idea of like oh well young people don't want to vote anymore like young people are sick of trying to vote for the lesser of two evils like look Helton, how could there be voter suppression there it's not like it's not like it's legal to sit outside of a of a of a voting location <laughs> and to intimidate voters as they come in it's no. not legal to be armed in texas hmm no, just no. pass that law that you're allowed to carry. okay Re- remember, so remember so. remember what uh our our attorney general the committee that he just created zach I, i'm not even sure maybe this didn't uh hit your uh you know circles yet jake that's true um, that's true our attorney general ken paxton created a election integrity committee where then there will be armed people available at the polling stations uh to make sure that then no corruption takes place that's <laughs> literally how the cia does like fake elections in haiti and shit yeah I imagine it's not vo- the cia it's border patrol imagine going as someone who's not voting republican going to a polling station that is run by republicans that is then staffed by republicans that then has armed guards who are if not republican they're to the right of republicans <laughs> <laughs> there aren't too many like you know woke like actually you know i i, uh, I voted clinton in 2016 kind of guys at those places <laughs> um but and then thinking like this is a this is a free and fair election like everything is going just fine like absolutely not this is though as zach you were mentioning this is part of the texas history of voter suppression that's taken place like ever since the 15th amendment said hey black people can vote texas has basically said no fuck you fuck that they've said they want the voting rights act repealed they've been investigated (laughs) more than any other state um oh yeah you all remember in 2013 do y'all remember uh, in 2013 uh, what what happened with the Supreme Court basically saying that hey like we're gonna actually let the states decide things like we're gonna let the states focus on the electoral maps and stuff and the uh, yeah that was the end of like reviewing the uh, reviewing maps and like striking things down for gerrymandering wasn't it yeah yeah and, and that so, was how we got the that was how we got da- the Dan Crenshaw uh the dan crenshaw uh i'm, I'm gonna uh, t- let you know a little secret zach that's how we got a lot of different <laughs> districts in texas not not just your hometown hero the the, the one-eyed john hero. mccain that, Look, that I, could, I could go down to i could go down to the vintage and walk around and find him in one of those stores i'm sure <laughs> right now 
You can go to any left-leaning coffee shop and hear them talk about how they're actually super excited to vote for Dan Crenshaw. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It it is... I think uh, uh, one aspect to to focus on is certainly the idea of saying, well, we're not, it's not just the the Democrats aren't getting people out to vote. It's the fact that the voters are actually being suppressed. You know, we have super strict voter ID laws. You know, we're, we're doing everything we can to make sure the minorities can't vote, but also because the democratic party here kind of just sucks for a whole host of other reasons. They have, pretty much abandoned all of the rural areas of Texas where they focus on like the six major city areas of Texas. And then anything in the middle, they just say, lol, sorry, get fucked as uh, mm-hmm. kind of their, their response well, where well, there are if, a lot of, I think left leaning voters in that particular area. Absolutely. But it's also Democrats, like Democrats here, their idea of like mobilization is getting you to bring three friends to our meeting. <laughs> and then you, those three friends reach out to three of their friends and talk about how they should vote in Texas. Like, I, what, I what don't, is the scheme shaped like exactly? <laughs> I feel like it, it, it starts it's out with one person. Outreach. So it's you, it's you and at the bottom and then, and then more. And then it goes up and then it gets bigger at the top until it's so big that it would like. It, it would like collapse under its own weight. Exactly. And then if, were, if we put it on the side, it just will look like a megaphone. No one will know. No <laughs> one will know. <laughs> a megaphone. Stop. Stop. I'm going to start getting fucking emails that look just like this. Some Hi, degenerate. I'm Ryan. Some I need degenerate, $5 right now. Some DSA degenerate is listening to us right the fuck now. I fucking hate it. <laughs> yeah, no, like there's there's no concept of organizing in the Democratic Party. If you listen to any of the things they do, I, we, we joke about text messages, but if I look at my text messages, it's like, like out of the last 20 on here, 10 of them are just, hey, are you voting in the primary? Let us know. Let us know if you're excited to vote for Beto. Yeah. And, you know, you can be like, I already voted. Please stop. Please stop. No, uh, but the, for and real. And the other one, hello, my sister. Early voting starts tomorrow. Vote early for Greg Abbott. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> they take all the all these roles and all this data. Uh, and all it is, all it is, is fucking emails and, and like in and that. And I even like tried to reach out to them. And do, and that's where I got the, the fucking, you know, bring three friends thing. Like, I was like, oh, let's get involved. What, what, what things are you going to do in Texas to like do outreach? Are you going to run events? Are you going to, no, we're just going to, you know, have a Zoom meeting, maybe. Uh, nothing makes them shut the fuck up faster than you being like, yes, I am interested. Now, where can we go? It's like if someone's like hitting you up, trying to hook up like every couple hours, they're like, come on, you up, huh? Are you available? What's going on? And then like, if you finally respond and are like, so, yes. I'm a bit, tomorrow, yeah. one thirty p.m. Where are you? And then <laughs> just never hear from them. <laughs> it's a real dog chasing cars situation there. <laughs> and a lot of it is yes, uh, like the people that we grew up with, like their biggest thing was they were going to go work for this senator, or they're going to go work for this person that was going to be the next big senator. Yeah, and it's then- so weird to see. By the way, like the people that we grew up with are now like Republican operatives. Like it's it's. Not not great it doesn't make me feel good i mean it makes me feel good for getting out but it's like couldn't you just be an accountant or a dentist or something like like half of them half of them like that first one kicked off and they made it 
Okay. And so at least half of them now. Yeah, because they were riding them. Tea Party coattails. Like, exactly. That's why? Exactly. And they run and they have, you know, whatever weird random jobs. The other half, like, hit the wall. Their candidate didn't make it. They're like, what the fuck do I do now? And now they do have fucking average ass jobs. But all of those people were like sucked into politics. And because all politics here are right leaning, they're mm-hmm. now they're they're just Republican operatives. There's not like any there's 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 nobody else that has the infrastructure that those parties have. Now, if they are trying to like make a career in Texas. Um, oh, absolutely. Well, it's, it's funny, though, stuck like with volunteers and they look, could spend millions like the of dollars. Brain trust. Look at the brain trust, though, because on one side you have the Gilbert Unahosa, the guy who's saying, like, let's focus on the six metropolitan areas and and then uh fuck everything else in the middle and then on the other side you have uh i think his name is steve Steve monastery i want to say he was the republican party chair of texas in like 2010 12 and 14 aka like when texas was like just pounding the pavement they were just racking up a massive war chest they were sending all of these candidates out it was like the ron paul kind of hype beast train i think now he's involved like in the the white house in some capacity anyways they also got fucking carl rove back in back in the saddle like an all-time classic like the bill belichick of republican commentary just uh trying to give out some new models and things for what they can do and so like they're gaming the system Bernie alone re- reached more rural Texans when he got when he went on Fox News than any Texas Democrat has. It hurts, but you're, you're not <laughs> wrong. Probably, like I'm willing to bet that like once the Beto bus leaves, whatever like the the photo op rural area that they are like other ranch or uh wherever the next texas monthly photo op is happening that just no one hears from a democrat ever again uh, like yeah for, not for another two years not until yeah. it's time to get polled about like there's what- no yeah there's no they they pull the election data and then they do stuff like like and it's 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 very much like a mixture of these are weirdo liberals that rely on identity politics a lot and because we're we have a lot of a lot of uh hispanic folks in the state we have a lot of different minorities in the state like they're just like uh you know gilberto Hinojosa is he's the he's the chair democratic chair mm-hmm. it's like that's great that's representation that's that's perfect that's wonderful and also it, that means that then we're going to get the hispanic vote right cuz yeah, like definitely. there's one that's thing we've learned is that the that's, entire race is all the same and they all vote the exact same way kanye has proven that you can be <laughs> minority and racist okay uh, the emu farmer girl proved that you could be a hippie girl. and racist so <laughs> one thing it, that drives me crazy about uh texas politics is how uh, periodically everyone discovers that uh latin people in the valley can be republicans as if it's <laughs> this okay. crazy this is, novel thing this is going to hurt zach i think is also giggling i grew up in the rio Grande valley my father was involved in the republican party so all of my friends growing up were hispanic republican kids and that was my default until i moved to houston and i was like hold on a second <laughs> what's happening people believe other things in this state yeah, also, so me, at, me at 18 moving out of my house for the first time <laughs> oh my god what do you mean you think abortion is not all that bad 
but that's a life. That's a baby. That's my baby. That's uh, my baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I know. Like, the, why would they be Republican when the when like the only political structure out there is fucking Republicans? Well, it's like kind of a couple do? different things, right? What, with immigrants, people always have this weird thing where they're like, "Well, they're not white, so they must be Democrats." And you're like, "But it's the people that came to America, and like a lot yeah. of them like love America. That's Republican shit." Yeah, and then. Uh, the second thing is that it's just like, you know, it's kind of racist in this way where you just like underestimate these people's ability to have complex, nuanced thoughts about shit. And if you talk to people walking around in that part of the country, a lot of them don't trust either party, but they sometimes will sell you. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't, they're both seem like crooks, but yeah, this one Trump wants guy, lower property taxes. So exactly go that way. Exactly. Like how most people fucking vote, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Almost like having like, I don't know, like tangible issues that could affect the real world material conditions might be a good <laughs> selling point. Wait, no, never mind. All right. We got Beto. Let's go. Yeah, just Beto. some fucking Democrat white guy down there to like do a speech where then he bursts into like a, a, a <laughs> sentence in, in ninth grade Spanish that he practiced <laughs> is not going to just make a bunch of people vote for you, but they fucking could do it every time look they put all the staffers in the front row so they'd clap really loudly so that he would only hear them and think the whole crowd was clapping okay <laughs> you can't blame him for thinking that was a great line like he's he's a person in toddlers and tiaras <laughs> <just trying> to <laughs> grease the wheels like you're doing a great job the robert really give, patrick they're, yeah they're giving him job. the fucking joe biden treatment okay <laughs> better with dementia is gonna be so sad <laughs> Like, I yeah. swear I was a senator. I had to have been the senator. I ran for senator 17 times. Are oh. you saying I lost every time? I'm sorry, buddy. Yeah, yeah, it's it's okay. <laughs> Get him off the table. He's getting up there again. <laughs> he, he's a candidate who's willing to say, fuck. Oh, wow. So crazy. Can't wait. <laughs> the one thing I also wanted to mention, though, about why I think, though, t- uh, we're, we're not really kind of through anything why i don't have any faith and things getting better in fact why i think things will get worse is uh as a result of the 2020 census that took place we got a new congressional setup and new redistricting that was starting to take over and although most of the growth in texas's population about 95 percent of it happened um with non-anglo uh, members of the community and members of our state the way they have redistricted things, we added two uh, spots, but then both of them are going to the right. They're both in Anglo st- strongholds, for lack of a better term. Um, and this kind of way of rigging the system means that, well, fine, I guess you're going to try and uh, overcome us through sheer number of voting. But now we've redistricted things, so we're, we're still going to win, even if now we lose i guess maybe the popular vote uh well maybe maybe we lose the governorship we're not going to lose any senate districts we're not going to lose any state districts we're not going to lose any u.s house districts where like all the real change can happen because like can you imagine if beto wins what that will do to the Republican base in Texas. Like, oh my they, God. <laughs> they will be in a fervor. He won't get anything done. And then they will come out in droves four years from now to just obliterate him off the face of the earth. It, uh, it's not yeah, going to be good. It, it, 
it'll be like when Obama won and everyone lost their <laughs> minds and started coming up with conspiracy well, conspiracy theories about Beto. He's an alien or something. He's not from planet Earth. <laughs> well, I mean that that's objectively true. Yeah. No, I've seen this smile. He's part horse. That's, that's true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do think Obama's a great example, though, because I think it was in North Carolina in 2008 where he won and it was by a significant margin. And then people just kind of assumed that four years later he would win it again. And then he didn't. And people were shocked. Like, oh, wow. Why why is this? Like, I don't know. Maybe you kind of banked everything on 2008 and thought, like, we won the presidency, so we won everything else, and then ignored 2010, 2012, 2014, 2016, 2018, 2020. And, but this time, this time, it's different, y'all. It's uh, <laughs> just a true wonder, I think. Mm-hmm. I think, I think the, the big thing is going to be candidates like Greg Cesar in San Antonio, who uh, reached out to uh, Starbucks uh workers did like a whole tour of their stuff candidates that buy into the labor movement uh-huh i think that's like that's what they could focus on this union supported candidates are, it's, are strange. it's strange to think that like there is like a there's like a there's like a policy that shows that these are like more than just more than just weird liberal democrats no I th- that I also think- gets them out in in meeting people and talking to people yeah, this is like a probably an obvious point, but like I always think about how well Bernie did in mm-hmm. Texas in mm-hmm. primaries and stuff like that, and in places like West Virginia and all these rural places where you're talking about the Democrats not being able to effectively organize or not willing to or anything on the on on the uh, what and under the the justification that like oh these people can't be reached, and then you look at fucking Bernie and just you know offering this like basic social democrat stuff that isn't too alienating because people don't understand that it's socialism really or communism or whatever and it it's like right there you go fuck you could sweep if you just give people like stuff like to live with and shit yeah i'm I'm amazed at how democrats have just fumbled the bag on that basic messaging like i i know i know he's kind of the golden boy right now but like even fetterman has like fumbled it just so hard <laughs> where like everything becomes like a vague like xenophobic kind of thing where it's like he oz he has a lot of other attacks on him but also like he might be an agent of the turkish government or like <laughs> we, we need to try to avoid china it's china versus the u.s unions right now and it's like come on guy come on like we, just I, stick I mean, with that- the bernie talking points i think that is like also the thing that a lot of union dudes probably think. So I can see it being. I'm not saying it's not effective. I, look, look, I'm, I'm look, just I saying babies s- win without the xenophobia. That's <laughs> that's all I'm saying. I know look it's at, a tall task. Look here. at this. At this point, how many how many days do we have? Like he's just he's just reading what's doing best, and he's saying it. He's gotta he's gotta <laughs> cross the finish line strong. Okay. <laughs> Worked for Trump. I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. <laughs> oh Pennsylvania. Um, <laughs> God, it's it's not. I, yeah, I can't wait for it. By the way, uh, politicians to take your advice, Zach. They're like, I have union support. Police unions have supported me in every candidate. I am the strongest union backed candidate this way through. Um, I know we have all eighty-seven police unions in Texas backing us. Um, Legitimately, though, like if you get the candidate. Teamsters behind you, uh, like, and you get the Starbucks unions behind you, and like Texas how is that AFL's- about strategy? 
Texas AFL CIO also in I, I'm pretty sure they have I'm pretty sure they work in the port of Houston. That's also you know whatever unions are in the port of Houston. Obviously, obviously the uh, yeah all the AFL CIO stuff. Yeah, and I mean the all Teamsters. of them. Yeah, because there's yeah because there's fucking many of them actually. Even though union but, stuff is But you know what that requires is, though? That requires like coordination and that requires like believing in something and also like having accountability. Should you come into power and just just like ask the AFL CIO for someone to just take you around the state and just and just have then you have like two other people that work with that person as secretaries for them to schedule all your shit. And guess what? You have visibility. You've gone to see people. And All right, you so fucking now we know how, how many how many airports do we have enough enough <laughs> do we have answer. enough are you sure <laughs> we don't have enough trains but we have plenty we have of NASA airports. we have like NASA here like like how 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 why are you not the cool candidate that's like it's like visit like going to NASA park and being like hey come visit me in NASA honestly it would be pretty great if you were to say like I'm going to bring NASA jobs back to Texas away from Florida <laughs> like, let's go get, Ooh, uh, a that's a good number. one yeah. yeah hey yeah. look Bezos and Musk are here like might as well you lost me with that no you have to ca- you have to cash in on it you have to cash in on it because then you're getting both sides. You're already begging Bezos to try and rename the Brazos River the <laughs> Bezos <laughs> River. Like, please stop. <laughs> <With your laughs> it, it, it will not work. Look, I want the Texas discount for Amazon Prime. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if we give him enough land in West Texas for warehouses, then will he, will he give us a discount on Prime yeah, Video? Yeah. We're, we're, we'll let you build one company town, okay, Jeff? But after that. <laughs> I mean, Amazon unions might be another way. Anyway, like, again, the, like, the blueprint is so abundantly obvious because what they're doing is so abundantly Look, we're idiots clear. on a podcast and we've, we've spitballed like three strong, three strong uh, things. I, I, you I, I'm just picturing win. you to host a secretary listening right now being like, God damn it, this is brilliant. <laughs> all right, next year. <laughs> Company town. Be right Bezos River. <laughs> 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 Finally, they're speaking good ideas. Uh, the I will take responsibility for that y'all can y'all can drown me in the bezos river okay <laughs> but it, it just feels like uh once the 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 populations kind of I- increase to the point to where there's a feasible shot at democrats winning the popular vote there it's going to happen yeah, and not this election cycle but possibly four years from now when that happens republicans are going to clamp down even harder the voter turnout's going to go insane on their side of things because they have the war chest they have the brain trust they have all of that infrastructure set up and then it's going to be back to being on the democrats to actually have like a game plan but i think as, as jake you were alluding to it's going to be an obama as kind of you know sitting on your thumbs like wow we won like we got someone into finally the texas governorship in 2026 and then it's going to be exactly what happened in 1994 when the Democrats won the governorship and then didn't hold the state office in any election since then. Like, it, it's just going to be uh, brutal without us, you know, having a strategy over here for yeah. material strat- conditions. Just focus no, on the real issues. I could see it going that way because the more I think about it with Democrats, the thing that's frustrating to me is that I think the strategy that would work for Democrats in terms of reaching these people that they can't can't figure out how to reach is 
you could just lie like politicians <laughs> do that all the time. <laughs> you could just and you would win if you just said, I'm going to do all this stuff that meets your basic needs. And then you would have exactly an Obama situation where a guy gets in and then doesn't do the stuff that they said they were going to do. And then that ultra catalyzes the opposition <laughs> to them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't wait again. Yeah, because we we like our soft our soft gerrymandering right now is like the oh it's attorney so General's soft office. Are so soft yeah, soft attorney yeah the, the soft serve of- gerrymandering marble uh, stone Kramer style gerrymandering <laughs> that's taking place. Ken Paxton has his election integrity page. Uh, we've prosecuted 155 individuals for for election fraud. How many convictions, uh, Zach? We we covered this uh, not too long ago. How many convictions? Uh, <laughs> Uh, none, none, none. There are none at all. There's, <laughs> they prosecuted there's a lot, but the number of pending offenses against forty-three defendants, five hundred and ten pending offenses against forty-three offenses uh-huh, defendants. Yeah. No, keep it's, it up. Keep it's it up. something like like every single person that they've like successfully caught for voter fraud is someone who's like a previous felon who like registered too early or voted like a month before their before their probation was up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we're charging you a count for every day early that you voted. That's going to be you. 500 counts. Yep, that's it. All right. We got 500 counts against them. Uh-huh. Yeah. Cool. It, well, and, and the the <laughs> fact that they're like going after it so hard and the fact that we already have all the, all this, all this, like everything is Republican run. They've taken away. They've taken away all the rulings that like determine how people have to act outside the polls. And now they're going to now they're arming the polls. It's like, Yeah. The failure to have a plan for how you're going to positively get people is going to is going to really affect it when you have to tell people that we live in a police state, uh, the police state of Texas, and that's bad. You're going to have to clarify bad. for them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's good. Right? We, the we, support, we support the police. <laughs> we don't live in a police state. We live in a first responder state. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. Can't wait for those shirts Look, to come you out. See how thick that blue line is on the Texas flag? <laughs> Goddamn right it is. Uh, I'm not. I'm not ready for that. Uh, uh, but that's that's the state of affairs for Texas. Um, Jake, thank you so much for for coming on and talking with us uh, about this. It's been fun to just kind of uh, roll around in the mud that is Texas. Um, what what do you have going on in your side of the country what's happening oh you mean like uh election wise and stuff like that or oh well i mean election wise plugs do whatever you want to do please please okay gotcha um (laughs) uh off the dome geez i don't know what's what race to plug and who the hell in texas listening to this podcast would uh be able to vote for it so i'm just gonna do plugs but uh thanks for having me on this has been a long time coming and i I appreciate you uh you know working with me as we schedules this out because i am a too busy i a bartender and a podcaster and a comic and uh never sleep yeah. so please come uh well first please listen to my show pod damn america it's one of yes. the you know the brooklyn leftist obnoxious podcasts from 2016 um <laughs> but i try to to do good stuff with it We've I, had I was some- gonna say the difference is y'all are actually still good and still leftist so you know it's- <laughs> man <laughs> you just said it oh. 
I said it. The views expressed by Second Delta Garage are not those of goddamn America. No, you're right. I mean, I agree, but it's like, ugh, I gotta be careful. Don't say that too loud or we'll awaken a bunch but, of yeah, people. Yeah, the, the, the gauntlet of the past six years has only only made y'all better. <laughs> the crucible, the crucible, the crucible has you know has been scraped, and and y'all were not at the surface. So I appreciate that. A lot of other people made a lot of money, and I'm happy for them. And I hope they uh, <laughs> make a lot more money. <laughs> All right, pod damn tote bags coming soon. <laughs> Um, Jesus Christ. It other, hurts. <laughs> my other show is called Why You Mad. Um, it's me and my friend Luisa Diaz who's an anthropologist talking about like pop culture and art and museums and art and comedy and stuff and philosophy. Uh, it's my side project. It's a lot of fun. It's a little bit less overtly political, but it's, you know, theory and stuff isn't there. And, yeah. uh, and I uh, think I'm going to – I'm booking some tour dates right now. And you know what? Actually, I can't really – definitively announce the dates so, but i'm coming to texas so oh I'll, okay you're definitely gonna have uh some annoying dolphins uh pestering you so uh <laughs> please please i guess everyone be sure and follow jake on twitter then in order to get those upcoming tour dates when it happens right yeah yeah uh, all my social media handle is the same thing it's at feral jokes feral like an animal jokes like jokes it's an anagram for my name and if you're real old school i've got a website and it's the same thing um follow me on twitter if you dare i don't know it's a battlefield in there it's <laughs> bad a bad time uh but i'll put the i'll put the dates out on instagram and stuff too which is where i let my oh, hair perfect. see i i don't even think of instagram anymore but yes yes no, that's wonderful uh the non-elon musk uh social media owned platform now um do, do towards uh i guess on the metaverse is that something that can be done is that being pushed on comics yet unfortunately For- instagram is owned by facebook so uh, it's that's all- true that's true it's all all the same pot damn, yeah, you can put it. your vr headset sit in the same uh stank ass gamer chair and scroll <laughs> instagram that's about where the metaverse is at right now yeah i'll be wearing my my uh my most egregious evangelion shirt to your show whenever you come to texas so <laughs> it's it's the guy in the cowboy hat in the anime jacket that's how you know it's <laughs> i'm sure there'll be 10 people that fit that description exactly though. exactly that's it's precisely <laughs> <laughs> they usually are um, um yeah let's hang <clears> out <throat> yeah if, uh i come near your neck neck of the woods uh y'all it'll be fun great yeah great sounds awesome thank you again for coming on jake it was a lot of fun thank you for having me for us and for the show y'all know where to find us y'all know what all of our plugs are uh so until next time bye everyone Bye. bye